0: Albert Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors and industry experts. On this episode of Celeb Savant, I'll be speaking to Anthony Costa. He is an English singer, songwriter and actor and is best known as a member of the boy band Blue. Blue are an English boy band consisting of members Simon Webb, Duncan James, Anthony Costa and Lee Ryan. The group formed in 2000 and released three studio albums before announcing a hiatus in late 2004. 2011, the group reformed and represented the United Kingdom at the 2011 Eurovision Song Contest in Düsseldorf with the song I Can coming in 11th place with 100 points. Blue will be releasing their latest album, Heart and Soul and have sold 15 million records worldwide according to the british phonographic industry blue has been certified for 3.6 million albums and 1.6 million singles in the uk up next anthony costa from blue anthony from blue thank you for your time today where do we find in the world what's happening in your life and how are you doing
1: yeah very well thank you things are going well it's nice to um get a second bite of the cherry so to speak with the boys we're looking forward to the album coming out and um yeah we're really excited things are looking up which is great
0: how did you guys choose the name blue where does it come from
1: oh god wow that's a that's a big question that we haven't answered for about 20 years um (laughs) i think back in the day it was a lot of boy band names uh backstreet boys boys to men yeah and we didn't want to even though we respect them and, and love what they do, we didn't want to go down that, hey, we're a boy band. Let's call ourselves like boys like, you know, boys are us or something. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> at the time, Pink was um, out and she was having a real, you know, she was being amazing. And we thought, what about like blue? Like, what about that? That, you know, it's a colour. It means nothing really. It's just a name. And that's how it stuck really. That's how it, um, that's how it come about.
0: Where did you guys meet? Tell us. A hybrid version a version oh, of the blue story <laughs>
1: uh, if you buy the book it's all in there. Um, <laughs> I think we all knew each other on the audition circuit. Um, we saw each other on different auditions. I met Lee when he was fourteen, I was sixteen, um, you know pursuing the dream of you know being in the entertainment business. Then I met duncan uh, me and Dunk decided to pursue you know doing the band. And Simon was living with Lee. And from that day, I was the last person to meet Simon. And then me and him got on like a house on fire and Blue was born. Brilliant. Tell us now the creative process that
0: you guys go through in creating from nothing to a three to four minute song. What is that process? Is it different each time? How do you guys merge into that journey of a melody, song and instrumentation?
1: Oh, God. Um... It's more of a case of like when you're in a studio, you sort of have have um, have ideas uh, what the song's about, how you want to pursue it, how you want to write it. Personally, for me, we like writing with different producers that have a beat. I like writing to a beat. I can't sit there, and I'm not one for sitting there on a plane to and write a song. I'm, I'm not that um, I'm not that much of a genius, but some people can, and I respect that. But that's not how I personally work. I like to work with someone, bounce ideas, get some good top lines going. And that's how we genuinely, most of the time, come up with our songs. Yeah. We're in the studio. We give each other different harmonies to sing and and then we get different blends. And then that's the magic of blue. That's how it's about. That's what, how it's, um, how we start, you know, doing the album and stuff.
0: So you guys are together from 2000 and then for a period of time for a few years and then you took a break for a few years. Tell us, what did you personally do during that period of time that you guys took a break?
1: I took time to reflect. I took time to go back to my first love, which was acting, and it Mm -hmm. always will be acting. Uh, Musical theatre is a very big part of my life. That's why I trained in before the band. And I went into musical theatre shows, and I did that for five, six years, Um, and and I loved every minute of it. I loved the fact of being someone else, on stage for two hours a night and I love the process of starting rehearsals and finishing on a, on performances.
0: As is the recipients of musical theatre we go there one night we see it we love it we give a standing ovation but yeah. it's not easy doing musical theatre I mean you guys have the rehearsal process and then it's how, however many shows a week some days yeah. two shows a week how do you keep yourself energized focused uh to keep going uh, through that process weeks months even years sometimes
1: yeah the audience gets when you're doing a show in a musical theater yeah the audience gets you going because every audience is different um they're not necessarily there to see you as the guy from blue they're there to see a show and that's what i love i love the fact of being in an ensemble piece um whereas you know being in blue is completely different from being in a musical because if you do a blue concert, nine times out of 10 people are there to see you in the music, which is great. Yeah. But for me, I like the challenge of being on stage, being someone else and just showing people what I can, what I can do on stage.
0: That portrayal of someone else, I suppose, is, it takes you away from being you for two hours.
1: Honestly, it's the best feeling. It's the <laughs> best feeling in the world. Honestly, it really is. It really, really is. I love it. I thrive on it. I love that process. So if you do something
0: people don't like, you can just blame it on the character.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, when you're playing a villain in, on stage and you're playing a baddie, obviously I'm not a bad guy, but yes. people really believe that. And it's great. Like I've done, I've done pantomime. I've done Christmas shows where I've played the villain and I love it. I thrive. I love getting booed. I love, you know, telling the audience to shut up and stuff. It's great because <laughs> you could just, you could just get away with it. It's fantastic.
0: What's your bucket list of top three musical theatre shows that you'd like to be in that you have yet to do so?
1: Jersey Boys is one. That's yep. the top of my list. Um, I'd like to do Miss Saigon. Close second. Yep. And, oh, three. That's a good one, man. You got me. You got me. Um, <laughs> three. I think it, I think if I, if you asked your, my 16, 17-year-old self, it'd have to be Grease because it was my favourite musical growing up. And, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to sort of you know, go back to being 16 again with with a with big hair and a big quiff and thinking of Danny <laughs> Zuko. <laughs> That's so cool.
0: <laughs> the journey of Blue, you guys got back together. We've been have had a new album a few years ago. We've got the new album now. What reinvigorated you guys to get back together? What was that journey like of being away and then remerging? Obviously, you guys were still in contact with each other. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, Definitely, absolutely. But- did the energy change from when you were guys were first recording to when you rejoined or was it like riding on oh a yeah.
1: Because when we first started, none of us had, you know, none of us had families. Uh, Simon had a child from a previous relationship, yeah. but yeah. none of us, were, you know, had long-term partners, baby kids at the time. And I think you, you got a different mindset. I think when, you know, it was a great time, don't get me wrong, but you're in a bubble. Whereas now, it's literally you're juggling everything, you know. Yep. You're juggling, trying to be a dad, trying to be a dad to your kids, teaching them right from wrong. But in the meantime of that, you, you're pursuing your job. You know, um, like next week, my kids are off school next week uh, for half term, but I won't be here because I'm, I'm I'm up and down the country promoting the album. Yes, so it's 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 uh it's it's a lot to take, but you have to do it. And sometimes I think you got to think to yourself that. We're here uh, to provide. We're here to to do the best we can and yep. provide that our children, you know, touch wood, have good futures for them in the future. And do your do your kids
0: realize dad is this person or do they just see you as dad? Uh,
1: they do see me as dad. But um, Savannah, my um, eldest, uh, yesterday said that she was on the computer at school and one of the teachers said to her, oh, Google something that you think is true, you know, on, on the computer. That yep. was their task. And Savannah Googled um the boy band Blue and up, 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 you know, her dad's face. And all her schoolmates were like, oh, my God, that's Savannah's daddy. You know, that's Savannah's daddy. And it's great. <laughs> it's nice that they realize what I do for a living you know, yes. rather than telling them off because they've, you know, got, got their bedroom, you know, uh, messy. So, yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's good fun.
0: You guys have collaborated with Elton John, Stevie Wonder, yeah. Are there any other artists that you guys would like to still collaborate with? Another bucket list.
1: Tell me your top three. Barrett, how can you top Sir, Sir Elton John and Stevie Wonder, mate? <laughs> I, I totally agree. Absolutely. I mean, how do I? How, I mean, who? I mean, wow, that's a good question, man. Like, who's out there? That's obviously you've got the adherence of this world. Yeah, but I don't know, man can we go can we go like dead or alive is it can we oh, yeah, in it yeah, absolutely yeah. okay right okay, brilliant. I thought you meant people now, so mm-hmm. oh God, that's an easy question for me it's uh George michael would be top yes uh Freddie Mercury a close second, and I think Prince would be third day on that list, and unfortunately they've all um they've all oh, passed. so it's that th- what I'm trying to get at is will these people that are singers now and doing fantastically well Ever be that legendary status that them three artists that I yeah. just mentioned be? Do you know what I mean? Because music, as you know, Barry, you know, it, it changes week in week out. You know, there's no sustainability. That's why you've got to do other things to keep your mind active.
0: That experience with Elton John and Stevie Wonder. Yeah. When you found out that was going to be happening, pre to meeting them, yeah. What was that journey like? Was it nerves? Was oh, like, oh my god, you know? Was it a question? Was there any imposter syndrome? Yeah that you okay. felt at that time. Do you know what I mean yeah. by imposter syndrome? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, um, the story of Elton John, I'll give you a quick uh, recap. Yeah. We'd finished the One Love album. So, you know, imagine the One Love album's finished, you're ready to go to print and you're ready to start promoting and, and blah, blah, blah. Then one of the lads had a bright idea of doing an, a, a cover. Mm-hmm. And the record company said, well, what cover would you do? And he, he said, Lee said, um, Sorry seems to be the hardest word. And for a laugh, he went, Oh God, could you imagine if Elton John sang it with us for like, just a laugh? Should we just ask, should we just ask their management? This yeah. was just like a blase combo. So, uh, record companies asked Elton John's record company management, uh, and they said, yeah, Elton would love to jump on board. He thought, uh, All Rise was the best album of 2001. Oh wow. Cool. Which is wow. A credit in itself, you know? Um, so we were like, oh my god, like, this guy actually knows who we are, (laughs) and then, yeah, I mean, he came in, he, we was all, you know, we were standing up, like, you know, Sergeant Major was walking in, you know, checking out, inspecting our room and stuff, and check if we've got a uniform cleaned, but he walked in, he was an absolute joy, a beautiful person, and he said to us, he said, thank you for, for, for covering my song and bringing it up to date, and you know, would would you mind his 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 question was, would you mind if I went in the booth and just laid down a vocal? He goes, if you like it, great. If you don't, then take it out. It's not a problem. But I'm happy to be here and play piano for you. And that's how the story went. Developing. Wow, yeah, super, insane, super. cool and, and and the mad thing is, two years before that, you know, I was up and down the country earning, you know, singing in working men's clubs, you know, earning like fifty pounder a time and I was singing his songs, you know, as uh, as covers. Do you know what I mean? And you yeah. think, wow, you know, in the space of like two years, this man who I've admired is, is singing with us.
0: Well, that's the law of attraction. We put it out there and
1: it arrives. <laughs> Sometimes right. we don't realize how quickly enough.
0: <laughs> no, dude, I, I
1: completely get that. And I, I never believe all that until things like that happen, yeah. you know, and Stevie Wonder as well. I mean, yeah, again, we had this bright idea. Oh, let's do a Stevie track. Let's get him on board. If he jump, you know, if he knew, if he knows who we are, he listened to this version. He wanted to listen to the version before he jumped on board. If he didn't like it, then obviously he weren't going to do anything. Yeah, but he loved it, and yeah, that was the story of Stevie. And he he was he was the first one at the video shoot and one of the last to leave. He was he wasn't a diva. He wasn't uh, precious. He can have a massive entourage. He was just a lovely, lovely guy.
0: Brilliant. So the new album that's coming out, Heart and Soul, tell us a little bit more about that. Your fa- if there are any favorite songs
1: yeah. of, of yours. So, yeah, man. Um, Heart and Soul has been in the making for about just our, over two and a half years. We started recording it in January of 2020 for the, uh, the pandemic. Our, our, our thing was, to start recording in January and hopefully get it out by later that year. And obviously the world stopped for, for 18 months, two years. And uh, it's been a long time coming. We really enjoyed the process, uh, even though it was a bit strange because we all went into the studio at various times. That was one of the first uh, albums we've done where we haven't been in the studio as a collective. So that was quite strange sort of hearing one of your bandmates vocals before you start singing and they're not in the room. Do you know what I mean? So yeah we was we're happy um I'm, i was very honored and chuffed that my first our first thing was haven't found you yet which is a song that i co-wrote and um there's some f- fantastic tunes on there there's a you know there's a track called magnetic which is very blue ballady based mm-hmm. uh there's a, a this could be love which is such a great concert song you know it's big it's, it's got big vocals it's big instruments it's big sounds um let's get sad as well is one of my favorites it's very different to to what you normally associate with blues so yeah there's, there's 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 elements for people you know different types of music you know you've got the you've got a real lovely soulful ballad could stop so yeah it's just we're so excited about it we're so excited to for people to hear it now
0: well i'm looking forward to it the tracks that i've heard heart and soul and the ones you mentioned are super loving brilliant thank brilliant you tracks and previously you know it was vinyls cassettes earlier on yeah. and the cds yeah. those are yeah. making a comeback gratefully because i love me a cd i have to have a Ooh. cd i like the pages i like the color mm-hmm. turning the pages all that stuff now we've got these digital platforms what are your perceptions of the way people consume music now compared,
1: compared to when they previously well, did again i come back to my kids i was clearing out the garage barrel, and i found yeah. I, I, some um, old cassettes of demos that me and the boys done from all those years ago, uh, and CDs as well. And my, again, my, my eldest asked the question. She went, so what does that do then? I said, oh, this is a cassette. <laughs> she went, and she said, um, but how do you, play? and I said, this plays music. And it, her face was just like, what the fuck? I, I don't understand that. Like she obviously didn't swear. I don't understand. So she said, so that's not Spotify. I went, <laughs> that's a swear. And I, and it's funny now that you know YouTube and Spotify and Amazon Music and Apple I, um, iTunes. It's great. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like you, Barrett. I'm very old school. I love yep. reading CD covers. I love reading who wrote the songs and 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 who were the writers and the lyrics of the songs. That's how you learn your lyrics. You know, that's yep. how you learn your lyrics to the concerts. You know. So uh, so yeah, I'm very old school. It's taken a while for the uh, for that to sort of adjust in my head.
0: So I'm going to put you on the spot again.
1: Go on man.
0: Little game, I like to play. Um, you on, might man. not like it. It's not, <laughs> it's not top five favourite because I know if I ask you this question in five minutes, ten minutes, an hour tomorrow, five days time, your answer will be different each time. So in that's this good, moment man. of time, your top five go to songs by other artists.
1: Harry Styles. Oh, what's that bloody song that's in my bloody head all the time? Uh, as I it was it. as it was yeah that's it that's yes it. um, I like I like obviously I love I love Ed Sheeran I love yeah. um, what's that again I don't know the words I don't know the song titles anymore to people Savannah what's that Ed Sheeran song we like Bad Habits I like hey that's so weird I feel it was like my top favourite songs of all time that would have been easy so you got three more
0: I know I'm just trying to think about it no it's not easy <laughs> it's not easy man
1: especially artists now what songs really no
0: no it like? doesn't have to be artists now. Art, any j- oh so- bloody F-
1: oh mate i'm here all day then right okay we've got <clears throat> earth wind and fire yes we've got earth wind, and fire fantasy we've got yes george michael outside we've yes. got prince um oh where do i go with prince wow i can um I love Raspberry Beret because it brings back such funny memories of that, that album, particularly with listening to it in, on the, uh, on the CD player on planes with the boys. Um, no, no, we're done. We're done. That's five. I'm oh, taking that. See, i I've got, I've got too many Barrett now.
0: <laughs> Brilliant.
1: When you guys get make to perform in South Africa, I, but mate, you, your guess is as good as mine. I've got no idea. I've got no idea. I, we love South Africa. We filmed a video there years ago called, um, you make me wanna, yes. Uh, which was a lot of fun. Which was a lot of lot of fun, mate. Uh, yeah, great. It was fantastic. A lovely country, so lovely. So putting it out there, when you guys come here, I'll be cheering right in front, uh,
0: <coughs> cheering you on, and then we'll go for drinks afterwards. How does that sound? Absolutely, Barrett. Let's put it out to the universe. Excellent. Last question. Okay. Uh, tell me. This podcast is listened to throughout the world, South Africa. The top three countries are UK, USA, and South Africa. As a final message to the listening audience, what would you like to say?
1: I would like to say keep safe. Um, I would like to say thank you. If you're Blue fans, thank you for your patience over the years. Um, If you are ever in the UK and you want to see us live, check us out. We're on tour in December. And, um, yeah, a big... Big um, love heart, you know, one love, as we said once, many years ago. (laughs) And that was 20 years ago today, One Love came out. Oh, really? It's a
0: brilliant way to celebrate the anniversary. One love to all of us. One love to you, Anthony.
1: (laughs) God bless you, man.